Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for the gift of life, for the healings, for the provisions, for salvation, for all the spiritual blessings that you have bestowed upon us. We want to thank you. We want to say Glory be to name. Lord, in this hour, we need you more than we've ever needed you. And for the glory and honor of your name, that it shall be known that you're keeping your people, that you're protecting your people, and Lord, that your promises will be so fully manifested. You who said that even in the time of famine you shall be filled. If you go through the fire, you shall not be burned. Grant it, Lord. Even this morning, Lord, I pray that you feed your sheep with the word of God. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Amen. I greet you all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I hope you're fine. So let us read uh, Psalms 23. We are continuing with a subject that I started on Wednesday last week that we called Psalms 23. It is a common portion of scripture. And every religious person can almost recite this psalm. But we want to uh, personalize it. To own it. Amen. It says. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yet though I walk through the, val the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. You may be seated. Now, there is something about this psalm. And there is something about David the worshiper. On Wednesday he said, when you're reading this psalm, 
Don't read it as this is David speaking. But read it as it is you speaking. On my part, I will say, I Gideon. The Lord is my shepherd. In that word, my, my shepherd, put there yourself. The Lord is my, my shepherd. Not our shepherd. But my shepherd. I shall not want. Praise God. Now that word, when we said, it means I will not desire and I will not have deficiency. So the Lord is my shepherd. I, Gideon, will not suffer deficiency. I will not desire. Nothing good will I desire. I will have it. Nothing good will I be in deficiency. I will have it. Because I have a shepherd. Oh, praise God. The Lord is my shepherd. Now remember. When you say uh, you have a shepherd, you are directly implying that you are a sheep. You are a sheep because a shepherd is one who takes care of sheep. So that means you are a sheep. Amen. Now, a sheep, where they graze out there, they are, they are predators. They are enemies. The, the sheep have enemies. Yeah, they have wolves there. Yeah, they have they are leopards. They are pythons. They are so many dangerous things. They are snakes. And all kinds of hazardous. Uh, uh, things. But here David is not mentioning about the enemies. The problems that are there in the jungle. It is a very wrong for you to be conscious of enemies and to be conscious of danger and hazards than to be conscious of the protection and the goodness of the Lord. Amen. Don't be nervous. Don't fear. Don't be worried of death, of negatives or problems. Look at God. The Bible says, without faith, 
It is impossible to please God. And whoever comes to him must believe that he is and he's a rewarder of the diligent seek after him. Praise God. So, David was not worried. His eyes was not looking at the enemy. He did not look at the wolves. He did not look at the leopards. He did not look at the pythons. No. He looked at the shepherds. And he was bragging about the shepherds. Oh, I have a shepherd. Oh, he takes care of me. Oh, he's watching over me. Oh, out of fear and evil. Because he is with me. You are with me, Lord. Can we do that? As believers, please do that. It is true. The jungle has predators. It is true. In the jungle there are wolves. And they eat sheep. Amen. Amen. It is true. They are enemies. It is true. There is COVID-19. COVID and it is killing a lot of People. Oh, it's killing a lot of people. The rich, the learned, the most useful brains in the nation. Lawyers, doctors, professors, many are dying. Leavings, files and files of cases they are handling. May are de depending on them to treat them, to assist them on this and the other. And it's, it, is, it is harvesting them. It's like, a, it's like a, you know, it's like the tree with the fruits, ripe fruits. It's like it's being shaken. And fruits are falling. That's what is happening today. It is worse than you can imagine. But I will not look at that. I have a shepherd. Amen. Amen. I have a shepherd. I'm not by myself. Now I want you to listen to this quote. And if you notice, it's when you are discouraged that's when the devil can really power it on you. That's when he gets you. If you come to the church and say, Well, I don't know. I don't know whether I'll ever get any better or not. I've been prayed for twice. You might as well go home. That's all. But when you can cast that aside, 
God don't want you to be frowning. I'm told that it takes 16 muscles to work together to frown. But to smile, I hear does it take three? I think it's three. To smile. So, there is, you are engaging the body a lot, frowning. You better smile. Smiling is, uh, is cure. Dagala. And I like uh, listening to the news on radio. Um, um, CBS. But in that news, they, they put uh, some uh, discover, scientific discoveries. Some time back, they put there scientists are discovered that the people who, are, who have a lot of uh, sense of humor. Sense when someone comes and plays around with you and jets around someone can come and hit you like teasing you such people who are jovial they say that they live longer than people who are always serious all the time. <laughs> yeah. Now, in being serious, the body has toxins that it releases to the body. But if you laugh, oh, and you play a bit, and you have a time of rejoicing. Remember when you do that, you even forget your sorrows. The body will seem like a car that had all or worn out oil. And then they pour it out. And they wash the engine. And they put in new oil. Your body is serviced. Can you imagine? Now with the believers. You don't even need to just or to play around. Okay. It's also good to play around a bit. Never know with your colleagues. That's why it's good for someone to be surrounded with good people. Your friends. And you meet them and you converse. And you rejoice together. That's why I pity you who marry wrongly or who get wrong choices. And your wife always is a stress agent. 
It is sad. Or your husband. All the time is backing around. All the time backing around. It's like you have a stress agent in the house. But if you have your wife. And you have a time to converse. And you play around. Yes. Wow. That's what it is. That's that's the greatest benefit of marriage. Amen. Amen. But again now, for you believer, more than such a jovial moment, worship. Worship. Worship is such a, a therapy. Live alone that it brings you close to God spiritually. But even physically, even physically, it is a healthy therapy. Yes, sir. Man was not made to be sad and to frown. To be upset and to be confused. Listen. Here the prophet is continuing to say. God wants you to be happy. Amen. Amen. The human heart was made to be happy. The human heart was made to be happy. You know we are made to go to enjoy relationship with us. We were made uh, to enjoy relationship with God and God to enjoy relationship with us. Was God lonely? Yes. God was lonely. Remember, Adam was made in the image of God. And Adam was lonely. In the out of his side, God plucked out a rib and made a helpmate. That was typing something. The second Adam, who is Jesus Christ, was also lonely. And in his side was a bride. And God was showing that one day he will go to the cross. And out of his side, a bride will be plucked out. And he will have a, a, a he will have a companion. Amen. Amen. So God made us to worship him. God made us for relationship. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So you were made to worship. You were made to be happy. You were made to enjoy the comfort and the fellowship with the almighty God. Many people oh my God 
Many people, especially in the ranks of the message, uh, I'm remembering something. Let me say it. In the morning, we, walk, we wake up every morning to pray. And as I woke up in the morning, I was clapping my hands and singing. I believe my family, they are hearing me. Clapping my hands and singing. And no one else, maybe my wife, no one else was clapping. They all came from the back. Like, like poor, poor me. I was still enjoying bed. Someone comes and sits there in the corner. And even when you keep quiet, are they singing? You cannot notice they are singing. You are clapping, they are not clapping oh, with you. You clap, maybe some of you uh, brothers and sisters, oh, brother, heads of families, you are suffering the same. Yeah. People come out of their bedrooms to come join in prayer as if they are on punishment. You are singing, they are quiet. You are clapping hands. They are not clapping. You are standing. They are seated. So they don't know that that clapping it is God who asked for it. And that singing loud they don't know. And that standing they don't it is God who asked for it. And they don't know when you, when you do it, you are helping yourself. You are helping yourself when you worship. You cannot have success in prayer if you don't have success in praising and worship. Praising and worship opens the way to the presence of God. It opens the door for you to the throne room. How can you come in the presence of God to pray and you are just carrying misery and as if you are disgusted. And you are just in grief. And as if you are, you are rioting. God cannot. You better not even come. You better, God is not pleased. With, with unbelief. He is pleased. If you'd come like that, and they say, hey, you know, you know, check on your phone. They've sent you five million on your phone. Your friend has sent you help. Million tano. Five million. Do you see how you will start to laugh? You will start to smile. Do you see how the sleep will evaporate? You will even start jumping. 
Luachi. Why? Because you've got something good that pleases you. Now, when you come to God, there is nothing that is that, that is pleasing. There is nothing that is pleasing to know that you've come to God. And He gives you life. Who created the heavens and the earth? And He can meet all your needs. He can change your condition. Why do you come when you're sad? Brother Branham, yagamba. Brother Branham said that the birds of the air they look at human beings frowning and they say I marvel of those creatures called human beings. And I marvel whether their God is our God. Those birds don't dig. They don't have storehouses. But in the morning they wake up and they sing. And they sing with all their hearts. And the cocks grow. And the guinea fowls cry. And those weaver birds sing. And they wake human beings up. You who stay in the cities, you who stay in the cities, you lose so much of nature. You lose part of the word of God. Because that's the word of God. It is the birds that wake up human beings in the morning. What are they doing then? They are in morning glory. They are worshipping. Worshipping the God who created them. Amen. Amen. But birds. And Brother Abraham said you'll never hear a bird is suffering, suffering from heart pressure. They don't have heart diseases. No way. Why? They are ever happy. Yes. So they have that therapy. Worshipping God. Washes all the toxins out of their bodies. That's how you made to be. Worship Him. Whether you feel or not. Amen. Amen. That is the old time religion. That is the heartfelt religion. Don't come and start telling God, I want, I want, I want, I want. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Thank him first. Worship him first. Glorify his name. Because he's great. He's mighty, he's worthy. David said, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his court with praise. Is that when you feel good? Is that when you have money in your pocket? Is that when you feel healthy only? He said, I will enter present continuously. Yes. Every 
every time I come to worship him, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. Nintendo. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in this house forever. It doesn't matter how many enemies around you. It doesn't matter how many rage, uh, wars are raging against you. It doesn't matter how much the enemy is planning how many conspiracies and castles and plans the enemies are planning. He will bring them to know one, I think it was Isaiah. He said, no weapon formed against you. That was not through Isaiah. No weapon shall be formed against you. Shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against you. So it doesn't matter what the enemy is planning. You are under protection. You have a shepherd. Amen. Amen. Yeah, there is nothing can harm you. Let me begin, go back here. The human heart was made to be happy. So when the devil takes away that happiness, he's taking away your inheritance. And as long as it is your inheritance, you have, you have power to claim it. You claim it. I was made to be happy. Devil, you have stolen it away from me. I claim it. Amen. Amen. I claim it. Then he said, worry will cause cancer. Worry will cause cancer. Let me repeat it. Worry will cause cancer. You can have cancer as a result of worry. When you worry, you are disorganizing, you are hurting your body. Because it was not designed to worry. I've always compared it with a, with a vehicle. The, I'm a good uh, driver of manual. Manual vehicles. So uh, you start with uh, you start it when it's neutral. Engine on. Engine gear number one. 
Then number two. Number three. Number four. And they go up to five. Then there is a reverse. If you drive a car and you have put number one and from one you put number four or number five you, you hear it, you feel it like, like it's breaking like, it, like it's failing that is like getting a 20 liter jerry can and putting it on the head of a five-year-old. You're breaking that child. The car also, when you take it from number one gear, and you engage it with gear number five, you can kill the gearbox. Now, because you've changed the way it was designed, it is designed for the gears to follow each other, to follow each other in their order. Yes. Oh, as you're driving and it's going forward, and then you engage no, reverse, it is very hard for you to engage it but if you force it and engage the reverse gear, yes it can be engaged but it might stop there the box might perish Right from there. But if the car would be standing in one position and you engage the reverse gear, it will go behind. But if you engage the reverse gear where it ought not to be engaged, you'll kill the car. Now your body also there is a way God designed your body. That's why you see something like lies a human being was made in the image of God God is truth in him there is no element of deceit or lying and God is righteousness who are made in his image. And in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. God and his word. They are the same self people. And as God does not change. The word of God does not change also. It is trustworthy. It is truth. Meaning a human being. A human being was not designed to lie. Jesus said. Shitani. The devil is the father of lies. Now Jesus is the father of truth. The devil is the father of the liar. Now you are human being. You're not a child of the devil. You're created in the image of God. You are not created to lie. Each time you lie, each time you lie, it's like you're 
you're, you're, you're coming against the design of your body. Yes. The way you are designed to operate. You're coming you are you are you are you are opposing it. No wonder even scientists managed now to discover a lie detector. They are able to engage you to connect you with a light detector. And then they ask you a question. Do you have any drugs around you? And you say no. And you have them. And the, 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 the thing will, uh, will move. It will indicate that you are lying. It is not spiritual. That detect is not spiritual. It doesn't, have a, it doesn't have a gift of discernment. It simply indicates by the nerves. Your body nerves, they react. They struggle to tell a lie. They struggle until they, they react on the on the machine. Because to tell a lie, it is going against the makeup, the way you are made. Amen. Amina. Your body vibrates. In a certain way, it convulses to tell a lie because it is not made to do that. That's why you see when people are going to sin, their hearts pulse go up. Because they are not made to sin. So, even era, you are made to be happy. Amen. Amina. And worry causes cancer. What is cancer? Cancer is a demon which feeds on dead cells. Cancer Cancer is a scavenger. Yeah, so, when some of your body cells, when you hurt your body, when you hurt your body and it's, it, something dies there, then that scavenger gets attracted to come and feed there. And as it feeds, it continues now feeding. It continues corrupting the neighboring cells and tissues. That is cancer. Now, if worry can cause cancer, it means Wa, ware, it kills some 
thing in your body. It kills the cells or the tissues, the nerves. It kills, it kills something. And when it kills it, then the demon smells a dead body. And it comes to feast. You see? It's dangerous to work. You are made to be happy. Amen. So, mm, God don't want you to be frowning. God wants you to be happy. The human heart was made to be happy. Worry will cause cancer. Temper will cause cancer. You know you are not made to, 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 to have temper. You were made to love. To forgive. Have long suffering. No wonder Christians live long. I mean real Christians. People look at me and they wonder at my age. And they wonder. You are 50. No, you look 35. And it's true. And, and I'm that young. Because really, even when uh, personally when I'm buying a car, I don't buy according to the number plate. I buy according to the condition. A car can run one year and it is so not even a year, one month and it is so damaged than a car that has been on the road 10 years. So even our bodies are like that. Your body can be so ruined, so destroyed. At 40, you look like you are 80. Why? Why? It is full of toxins. It's full of accidents. You hurt your body with temper, with worry, with frustrations. With faces, no kuyomba. Well, temper will cause cancer. Don't never be upset. Just walk in his love. Amen. Amen. Knowing that you're walking in him. And nothing can harm you. Knowing that you are walking in him. The Lord is my shepherd. Amen. I shall not wait. He maketh me. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Knowing you are walking in him. Woo, praise God. Knowing you are walking in him. There is nothing can harm you. There is nothing. There is neither powers. 
things present, things future, nothing can separate us from him. We, we are in him and we never come in by our own will. He by choice elected us and brought us in him. Amen. So it's his business to take care of what he took himself. No man can pluck them from my father's hand. Because he's the greatest of all of them. Amen. Amen. Is the father who takes care of it. Who's got any more power than God? Mm, who? So when I say the Lord is my shepherd, He's leading me. I am with Him. Now, if I am with Him, and He's my shepherd, I am His sheep. Who is greater than Him? His power, his knowledge, his wisdom, his ability has no limit. Has no limit. So, what kind of a power have you got over you to take care of you? The whole powers that created the universe. Amen. That took the solar system and blew it like that. And every star went to its place. Dala. And he watches over you. Amen. That is the kind of father we have. Amen. Amen. So when David said, The Lord is my shepherd, that is the kind of a shepherd. That is how big and powerful. Amen. Amen. Let me another quote here now. This was from the message spiritual amnesia. This one that I'm going to read now. Now this amnesia we are told uh, it is a, a cause you to be a place where you cannot identify yourself. Now it's a, an unusual thing. It don't happen too often. But the causes is from shock. It's somebody that don't even know who they are. In other words, when you are suffering from amnesia, you don't know how, who you are. It is caused by shock. You find from wars, 
You find it from wars. Sometimes soldiers get it. Sometimes people get it. Another thing causes it is worry. Worry will cause it. Yeah. It is more than imagine not knowing who you are. You may start falling on your knees and you start walking like a goat and you start eating grass and you've forgotten that you are a human being. You might go in the wardrobe and you pull out your wife's skirt and her petticoat and you start putting on. You don't know who you are. You have lost, you have lost identity. Maybe these women wearing trousers, that's what has happened for a certain degree. They don't know who they are. They fell sick of that disease, amnesia. Now, one of the things that causes it is shock. You are in a war. You are surprised by the enemy. And the gunshots. And bombs. You get a shock. And, you, and your mind. And you forget who you are. From that time. You get amnesia. But now the prophet here was speaking about spiritual amnesia. People losing identity of who they are. Now, now, but now there is a physical part, there is a spiritual part. Now, one of the causes is shock, and the other is worry. You can be so worried. So worried. Now, my job is like this. I lost my job. Now I have five children. Now, what am I going to do? Now the cost of school fees is so much. Now I'm aging. And there is nothing much I have accomplished. Now, now. Now, now. You start worrying. And worrying. Until they find you barking as a dog. And you think you're a dog. Nebuchadnezzar got that sickness of amnesia. And he went in the bush. He started eating grass as a cow for seven years. Kabaka. A king, and you leave the palace, and you go in the bush, and you start eating weeds as a cow, as a deer, for seven years. After the seven years, 
He got healed of amnesia. And he went back. Worry is very bad. So Jesus told us, why do you, should you get worried? Why get worried? He told us to behave like the birds Amen. Amen. They don't get worried. Worry has no virtue to it. Just skip worry. And accept faith. Someone said, Well, now what if you're going to be short in the morning? Wouldn't you worry? I said, No. I don't think so. Why? I said, Worry wouldn't do nothing but make me worse. Well, what good is it going to? do to have faith. I said it might deliver me. And that's right. So worry has no virtue to it at all. Faith has all virtue. Believe. Praise God. Don't worry. So David, that's why David chose to worship God. And he said, I will make my boast in God. The Lord is my shepherd. Oh, I shall not want. Shall not want, we said, I shall not suffer. Desires. I shall not suffer deficiency. He said, Amen. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Amen. You see how the sheep enjoys that green pastures? I've had people, I've had people who go overseas that they are looking for greener pastures. That's the term they use. They are looking for greener pastures. Yeah, that's why they will do, get out of their countries to go to other countries looking for greener pastures. So you can understand what greener pastures mean. <laughs> but, greener pastures is not anywhere around the world. Greener pastures is in the Lord. He said, I'll bless you in the country. I'll bless you in the city. I'll bless you as you rise in the morning. I'll bless you as you return in the evening. I will bless you. Amen. Until even all the people around you realize you are a blessed people. It is the Lord who leads me in to lie down in green pastures. And he leads me beside the still waters. Do you know sheep cannot drink from running water? 
It cannot drink. It. But still waters. Now God knows where your still waters are. He will take you to drink from still waters. And in these still waters, you don't have to bribe fast. People who get who do work and they bribe to survive. You first struggle and bribe URA. And you bribe the police. And you bribe and bribe and bribe. I don't call that still waters. That's not still waters at all. The Bible says he gives a blessing. And he has no sorrow. Amen. Amen. And also still waters spiritually. Amen. You will not sleep worried. You know, dreaming of uh, flying. Like a, like a sorcerer. Like you are being chased by you know, wild dogs. No, that is not still waters. You will sleep calmly like a baby. You will enjoy your sleep. Amen. You will sleep in the hallelujah land. Amen. The goodness of the Lord over you. Amen. Amen. Now, what happens? You can't stand now. He said also, let me add this also. He said, my cup runneth over. Mm. He has restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a devil before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. My cup runneth over. David is not crying and murmuring of lack. No, he has said, My cup runneth over. Now, what happens? You can't stand neutral. You've got to be filled with something to survive. Not, you might be filled with one thing over. You might be filled with one thing over another. You say, Brother Branham, I'm kind on the fence. No, you are not. The Bible plainly says that all that was not sealed with the Holy Ghost received the mark of the beast. All that didn't have the seal of God in their forehead had the mark of the beast. You've got one of it now. You've got one of it now. What is it that to be filled with the mark of God? 
To be sealed by the mark of God is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You are in the Spirit. It's flowing over. The power of God is burning in your heart. The Spirit of God is within and outside. Bubbling. You are sealed. Amen. And what about the mark of the beast? The mark of apostasy. Mark of apostasy. You are there. You are confused. You are a sinner. You may be in church. You may be even speckled by tabernacle. But in your life, you have lost track. You have no fellowship with the Spirit of God at all. You are living a haunted life. You are sin. You have no courage. You cannot come here and sing a special. No. You feel you'll be out of place to come here and, and sing a special because spiritually you are in the wilderness. There is a mark of apostasy like what was put upon Cain. We went roaming like a vagabond. You are also like a vagabond. You are in church because you, your, you don't want your parents to hear that you are completely in the world. But you are just in church just for convenience. But not, but not by inspiration. You're not on fire. It's not the love of God burning in your heart. But it's like, what can I do? I have to belong to church. People must see me that I'm still. I'm still holding on. But you are not in the spirit at all. You don't read the word of God. You don't pray. You don't fast. You don't love God. You're not deep in the spirit of God. But you're just a church joiner. That is a mark of apostasy. So you're not neutral. You're not empty. No. You are not filled with the Spirit of God. But you are not empty. You are filled. Something is filling you. You are not marked in the kingdom of God. But you are marked all the same. Mark of apostasy. And there are many people even in the church. Like that. We just count numbers. Our church is so many hundreds. But the real believers who have the word of God at heart, 
that even if you throw them on an island that even if you get them and you throw them in the Arab country where Jesus is not common they will still stand they will still pray they will pay their offerings they will the Bible they will fast and pray if they don't have the Holy Ghost they will be they will surround themselves with the communications and chatting with believers. Yes, even if you're there where there are no believers. You keep on chatting with believers. You will not be swallowed by the world. You will remain connected with the church because that's where your heart is and where somebody's treasure is. That's where his mind will be. That's where his heart will be. Now that is someone who has a jam of life. But someone who has no jam of life, he may be a member in the church as long as he has there as a, he's there as a tradition. That person, I don't care what is what role he's playing in the church. You may be a, a child of a pastor. You may be a, a child of a deacon. You know you may be any, whatever you are. But you are not connected in the spirit. You are not drinking from the fountain. Of the Lord. You are not alone. You are marked. With a mark of apostles. Like Cain. I like to test it just a little bit. And see where we are standing. Oh, the mark of the beast. Remember, is a religious mark. Certainly it is. And you might be filled with religion. You could have all kinds of religion. That doesn't save you at all. You can just be a religious fanatic. If you want to be. Touch note, test note, handle note, that don't have one thing to do with the Holy Ghost. You might be filled with a bunch of malice. You might be filled with a bunch of prejudice. Uh-huh. So full that you can't even sit and hear when someone preached. You might be filled with a lot of hatred. Don't you see that we are in a lockdown now? I know there are people and to call them to the sitting room and they sit and listen to the service. Lutalo. It's a walk. In the bed, they don't At that time, they were coming to church because how will they see me? Now there is no coming to church. 
Now, why would he trouble himself? Yeah, in holidays, he's rested. Church is a bother. Church, kubakumutawanya. There are people like that. In them, they have no thirst for God. A thirst that pushes them. When dad is not around, they'll never make a family altar. They will never pray. They wake up and pray. When it is daddy waking them up. But if daddy would be absent. The days that will be absent. Those are the days they will spend not praying. You might say, I pray. I don't mean that praying of covering yourself in your blanket. And then you say, Lord, keep and protect me. And it's like you're talking to your shamba boy. That is not the praying that I'm talking about. And you speak out like five words and you sleep. And you say, I prayed. I prayed in my room. Hey, why didn't you come to pray with us? I prayed in my room. Yes, you pray. But I'm want, I want to tell you, one of these days, that kind of praying is not going to be good enough. No wonder God is testing us. Let me tell you. Don't you see we tell you keep SOPs. Put masks and wash hands and social distancing. That is not going to protect you. You will be protected by the blood of Jesus Christ. Doctors are dying. You can educate a doctor how to be uh, healthy, precocious. Ooh. They know it. It is in their mind. It is in, it their, is, it is in their character. But doctors, professors, they in medical science are dying. Very intelligent people are dying of coronavirus. There is a brother here in the church. He's every, always very, very careful. He's very principled. Recently he caught corona. And when I called him, he was telling me, you know, Pastor, how careful I am. But it was brought by the children. Yes. You cannot be careful enough. Unless you go and live in a bush. You will wear this. You will wash hands. And your child will bring it. And how will you be careful? How will you avoid your family members? How will you be? Most people have been infected by their children. A child will go to the neighborhood of a house that has an infected person and the child will bring it and she will come back at home. Will you be able to keep a social distance between you and your child? If you can, your wife won't. 
Now, if your wife will be infected, you won't make a social distance with your wife. There is someone who is in China told me that every house in China it has a corona detector. Every house, it's a law. When you come back at home and you got corona from somewhere, the detector will make an alarm. Perhaps that's what can help. If your child would get it from the neighborhood and come back and the detector shows, yeah, you will be able to keep yourself from that. Now you will start finding a way of helping that child. Be careful and to treat that child. But you will not know. Your wife bring it and she has got it from the child and the child has got it from a neighbor's child. You won't know. Brother, sister, brother, sister, you need the blood of Jesus. And we've reached a time. God is going to show. God is going to show. Those who trust in horses and chariots. And those who trust in the name of the Lord. God will show. There are no chariots that will save you. There is no horse that will save you. Our friends are dying. Leave alone this thing that they are telling you that 500 so far have died. Those are lies. I can even go on a national TV and I say you're lying. You one person will be here and you know of many people who have died. Another person also tells you our neighbors have also died. And then another person tells you at our village place people have died. Of the population that And then someone knows oh such and such a person has died and you still have only 500 that you've recorded. You who are in the court at Semuto. Brother Mulindwa and your wife, you are there. That lawyer, the tall one who was on the other side. Today our counsel, our lawyer sent me a picture and the man had died. As we were there, he was telling us, some of you people here, if you wait for this case, these cases don't end. Hey, this case may reach its end when some of you people have died. We can. This week, he's in the soil. People die. But it was Cover against God's judgment with a piece of cloth on the mouth. I'm not, I'm not contradicting doing that. I have it myself. And I came with it here. Here it is. We have to try to cope. With others, and we try to do that. that this is God's judgment. You cannot escape God's judgment by washing hands with soap and water. Wash with the blood of Jesus. 
cover with the blood of Jesus. Even if you fall sick, you will get healed. You will get healed. Because you have protection. The healer is in you. Then David said, even if I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Because thou art with me. You protected me. Your staff and thy road comfort me. You will keep me even at the time of death. Even if I reach Jordan, you protect me and save me. You will give me staff. And I will hold it. And he will pull me across, across the river. Protection is in Jesus Christ. This is judgment passing. These are end times. God is tired. blasphemies. He's tired of blasphemies. And falsehood. And filthiness. And men marrying men. Sodomy everywhere. And the governments. Government. Advocating for sodomy. And persecuting the leaders who are not for sodomy. This sodom atmosphere. It has to be met with judgment and we cannot escape judgment by any other way by our own ways but by God is provided way God is provided way is Jesus before the Lamb of God takes away the sins of the world rock of ages clear for me let me hide myself in me. Jesus is the rock in the yes, world. In the certain the time of storm. In him we live. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Amen. So you will not be spared because you are a church member. It will take to be filled in the spirit of God. You might be filled with a bunch of malice. You might be filled with a bunch of prejudice. That you can't even sit and hear one sermon. There are the people who clap their hands and it's like their palms have wounds in them. When you fall sick and be bedridden and you start gasping for, for, for air, stretching That's when you regret and say, I wish I had stretched out my lungs in worshiping and praising God. The days that God has given you on earth and the grace has given you, don't take it for granted. How much do you pay for oxygen? Oxygen, you pay for oxygen. 
There is a brother who was telling me of a colleague they know. He died. And the hospital to release his body. He died corona. They had to pay 90 millions. Hospital bill. For the time he stayed there. The cost of oxygen. 90 million. And here you are enjoying God's oxygen. With good healthy lungs. How much have you paid him? And you cannot worship him. You cannot praise him. He has given your body. As his temple. To live for him and to serve him. To sing and to worship. To praise him. And you have refused. And you think to praise or to worship God is you're doing him a favor. Full of stubbornness and pride. Calling yourself a believer. A member of the speckled band. Member you, you think those people are dying? Who are dying struggling for oxygen? Do you think you are better than them? It is the grace of God. And don't abuse His grace. The Bible says God's wrath is coming upon all the rebellious. You might be filled with a lot of hatred. You despise everybody that don't agree with you. You might be filled with a lot of nonsense too. You might be filled with a lot of Arthur Godfrey's dirty jokes. Arthur Godfrey. So much that you think too much. Of that. You won't go to church on Wednesday night or something. You might be filled with Elvis and Presley's rock and roll. That's true. But you're filled with something. And your own life bears you record of what you're filled with. By their fruits you shall know them. You are filled with something. You might be filled with a bunch of laziness. Now when he talks about laziness, he's not talking about because you are lazy to burn charcoal and to make bricks. Laziness to cultivate your spirit. Laziness to read the word of God and to pray and to fight that demon that is eating you like cancer. Laziness. Because you can you can you can you 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 can uproot it from your life. 
You can approve that demon. You can approve that habit. The bride has made herself ready. But she has to be a warrior. She has to be a hardworking bride. Someone who will get on the knees and cry and boo-hoo and until that thing is gone. Just too lazy to do anything about it. Well, you don't have to be that way. First died, died that you might be cleansed from all of those things. You might be filled with a bunch of creeds. You might be filled with a bunch of denominations. But God don't want you to be filled with that. God made a place in there. Put himself in. God wants you to be filled with yourself. David say, My cup runneth over. With what? With the Spirit of God. What makes, what makes place? What takes place when you are filled with God? When you're filled with God, you're filled with the Holy Ghost. You are filled with power. You are filled with love. With joy. With peace. With long suffering. With goodness. With meekness. With gentleness. With worship. You are filled with joy. David said, My cup running over. And if David had a cup running over, before the Holy Ghost came, what would it be now? You're filled with something. And when you're filled with money's ideas, if you're filled with church charity, if you're filled with creeds, you're only building yourself a Babylon that's But you fill yourself up with modern world if you, are, if you fill yourself up with the last if you fill yourself up with pride, if you fill yourself up with your denomination, you are lost. There is only one way to endure. That is to put the original thing that God made that compartment in your heart to be filled with. And that was the Holy Ghost. The disciples said one day, said, will you at this time restore the kingdom? He said, it is not for you to know that the hour the Father has put in his own mind, but he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost. Then you will be. Then you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the Oh my. Filled with 
Your heart is bubbling with joy. That is the way to go and that is where to be as a believer. I would give many examples of people we are filled with joy and goodness That is how to be bubbling. Amen. Amen. And remember, number of examples. But if, if Bosworth was yes, filled Bosworth, with God and with joy until he could hardly sleep. And Brother Branham would meet him and ask him, How are you, Brother Bosworth? He would answer him, Same old troubles. And he said, What trouble knowing that we are saved going to heaven? My trouble is that I feel so good till I can't sleep. I'm feeling so good until it's, it's hard for me to sleep. I'm remembering a, a man who was filled with the Holy Ghost. And then he was ever shouting and hollering, Hallelujah. With God like a maniac until came the daughter called him to come and visit him in the city. And now he was. Then there was a day when her friends were were coming to visit her. And she remembered she, the rumble that the father makes at home. She was worried he was going to mess the whole place. And then he put her in the upper story. In the room up there and wanted him to be there and quiet there so that she can have a good time with her friends down here. And he took, she took away his Bible and gave him a geography book and atlas and thought by that he will be, called, he will be uh, tamed. And then when she was having her moment more good the moment with our friends down here, all of a sudden they had such a such a noise and a And the plaster was just falling off the walls. The old man jumping up and down and shouting. And the daughter was concerned and climbed up there. Said, Dad, what is it? I thought it's the Bible that gets you mad. But this is a geography book. He said, yes, my daughter. But when reading this geography book, I looked at this sea and they said they have never found its bottom. It is so deep until they have never found a bottom. And then the other day, I was reading my Bible and I read a, I read a scripture where it said that God put my sins in the sea of forgetfulness. And I started now when I saw this sea that has no bottom. I imagine that's where my 
sins we have thrown. going and going, They can never and have never even hit a bottom. Oh, that excited my heart. Someone filled with God until you can tame him. That is something that's what David is talking about. My cap runneth over. We need the kind of running over experience. The goodness of the Lord you cannot exhaust it. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. As I walk through this pilgrim is following me not enemies not wolves not hyenas not lions but goodness and mercy is following me all the days not future not present nothing from north nothing from south nothing from east but all the days of my life goodness and mercy shall follow me there is nothing present there is nothing future there is nothing that will come that will separate me from the love of God that I have in my life that's the believer Amen. Amen. Let us close there. With a service online, we cannot preach three hours. But uh, there is a lot we could have said in the Psalms 23. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days all the days of my life surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days all the days of my life Surely goodness and mercy Shall follow me All the days All the days of my life Surely goodness and mercy shall fall.